Hey everybody, you've reached the Mayfair Podcast. I'm Eric. And this is Josh. We're going to be chatting about November 1st through the 7th, 2019. Oh, no October. Oh, <laughs> uh, October's over. But this might come out on Halloween, so... Yes, possibly. kind of almost still a thing. I don't want to give up on October yet. I'm not ready. Spookvember. Yeah, that's so Scarevember. We're every month... It was this scarember. I don't... That sucks. Halloween month bonus month. Every month at the Mayfair. It, it always it, I mean, we still got good scary stuff in November, but it's yeah. it's it's tough, man. It's such a nice day out today too. Like I'm just, this is perfect October vibes. I it feel got, like. Yeah, it was cold. I went to a winter jacket. Very exciting talk. <laughs> Very and now I'm thick. back to just a hoodie. Yeah. And it's that annoying weather where you leave the house and ten minutes later it could be twenty degrees colder or hotter. Yeah. And if you're on a bike, you're dying. Yeah. Oh, and, my God. Yeah, uh, it's, it's the worst. And especially depending on where you're going, because, like, the office where I'm working, not that I have a second job, I'm still... How dare here. you? But the point is, I wear, like, five layers, and then I get there, and it's so hot. Like, I'm, like, drenched in sweat, but it had been freezing outside. Yeah. I just can't plan around this. More importantly, you just ate a weird, gross Halloween candy. Yeah, like, not to admit that I just ate some of the candy that was for the cast, <laughs> ah, uh, the shadow cast. I definitely didn't. But So when I brought in my own candy just now, yes. there was a uh, Reese pumpkin peanut butter thing. And I thought, so, like, when I saw that, I was like, oh, pumpkin-flavored Reese. Like, that, I mean, that does sound bad. But I still was like, I got to try it. So I think I had one of these, like the brown package one, and it was just like a normal chocolate. Yeah. This is a white package one, and it was orange, straight up like orange food coloring. I get. But like, it didn't taste like a pumpkin. No, it just tasted like like a weird, like I guess a Reese peanut butter cup, <laughs> but in a gross like. It I thought it would look, be shaped like a pumpkin, like a little. It could have been, but like it's just it's just shaped like nothing. Now that it's in my esophagus, but like it was. It looks so unappealing. Like, it looked like a weird, well, it looked like an orange melted, like, thing, which is what it is, I guess, but still. I like when they do that. They did it with some bottled drinks we have, where yeah. it doesn't taste different. It doesn't look different. They didn't put in orange or black food coloring. Yeah. But they just basically slap a Frankenstein or a Dracula on it, mm. and they're like, special edition. Yeah, Fanta loves to do that. I think it's Fanta. And, like, but then the only thing that sucks about that is that when we still sell them in November, like, they're still good. Yeah. But then I'm always worried someone will be like, isn't this uh, from Halloween? And you're like, yeah. yeah, no, but it's still, it's good. It's fine. It's like you have them in December. Like, they're honestly not expired. Just, it has a it's scary, fun man on it. Like, what do you want? So we have survived two-thirds of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, my God. So As we record this, we have one, what are we, October 29th. We have one ticket left for the 7 o'clock show, one ticket left for the 9.45 show, so essentially sold out. Yeah. And then we're at about 175 tickets sold of a 3.25 capacity for midnight. So midnight doesn't usually sell out, but even yeah. that, like that's decent it's numbers like for, a, sold, for a midnight weeknight show, which happens once a year. Yeah, and it is Thursday night, so I mean, I feel like some people can argue. They're like, it's almost the weekend. You I wonder wake how up many Friday. party animals take the weekend. Because Halloween's a weird... I mean, most holidays where, you know, sometimes you luck out and whatever, Christmas is on a Thursday, which means you get that and Boxing Day and you get a really good four-day yeah. weekend there. But then sometimes the holiday is smack on a Wednesday. So you got this weird thing where you have to work before or after. Yeah. And, and it's also like, if you work here, it's different too, because it's like certain day, like we really only close like two days a year. Pretty is much. Yeah. Well, yeah. Life? Christmas, Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve, which yeah. Anya and I have both been kind of pleasantly <laughs> debating with, with Lee because we had a meeting a while ago and 
we said we could just open on new year's eve and lee trying to be nice goes yeah but who wants to work new year's eve and both melissa and i were like yeah we do it i don't care yeah. i want an excuse not to go to a party i'm like, fine eh. and then we could play like strange days and new year's evil and see the only thing is although there are new year's eve films yeah there's not one that comes to mind as like the New Year's Eve film. There's not a great one. Yeah. Let's be honest here. And there's ones with New Year's Eve in the plot, but you know, when Harry met Sally, A isn't a New Year's Eve film, and B, I don't know if it would draw a crowd now yeah, that yeah. it's thirty years old or whatever. Also C because of Woody Allen. Uh, but not with, no, he's not in that one. That's the Wait, one with oh, um I, I Billy he, Crystal. What am I thinking? I, was, I thought he directed that. What am I thinking? Oh no. Uh, I'm yeah. sure there's a Woody Allen movie with Yeah, no, New I think Year's I'm thinking Day. of Annie Hall. All right, scratch oh, that, okay. scratch that. Disregard the mention of Woody but Allen. Just Now that I've mentioned Woody Allen in correlation to that other movie, we can't play uh, uh, now we're gonna people, anymore. Now we're going to people yelling at us yeah. for mentioning Woody Allen. Sorry about that. He we, may or may not have a cameo. We don't we know. We just mentioned him by mistake. We're sorry. But, and I think there's a couple of classic films. I mean, It's a Wonderful Life has a New Year's Eve part in it. Huh. But it's not like... Yeah. But yeah, that's the only thing is that there's no... It would almost be like... We talked about just having a movie, having it end at 1030, mm. and then say, stick around if you want, and we'll put the... We'll drop the ball. On the big screen, you know, like <laughs> kind of like we do with the Oscars. Like. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. It's a weird day where you're never quite sure with holidays, because yeah. recently, or in the last few months, what was it? Was it Easter? It was something where it was like a three-day weekend, and we played an anime, a kid-friendly anime film. And on the Saturday, didn't do great, you know, 15, 20 people. On the Sunday, didn't do great, 15 or 20 people. And then on the Monday, it did like 175 people. Because it was just the luck of the draw of, yep, we had a whole bunch of grandmas and grandpas and parents in the neighborhood who wanted to get their kids out of the house. Mm -hmm. So it became this worthy thing. We've had the exact same thing in the past where it's just ghost town because everyone's at the cottage or at grandma's house or yeah, yeah. whatever. So it's a weird thing, holiday screenings. It's true. And then we played that movie, Ghost Town, with Ricky Gervais, and nobody came nobody to that came either. In. Like, we're, we're doing our best. Everybody's been good. Everybody's been shockingly good, where in the past, security has taken buckets of booze from people's backpacks and hiding on them like people smuggling <laughs> drugs over the border. Man. And this year, there's A, been nothing. Like, nothing taken off of people. Man. And no real incidents, I don't think, of, like, someone barfing in the theater yeah. or anything like that. Because there's been in the past where dozens and dozens of bottles taken away from people, cans <laughs> taken away from people. And it's one of those things where if it's a 15-year-old lying to you, you're like, nah, you're a 15-year-old, you're dumb and you're lying. Yeah. But our security has had the instance of, you know, a 40-year-old looking them in the eye and being like, no, I don't have any booze on me. I don't drink. <laughs> and then finding booze on them, or comically, a beer can falling from their armpit, like yeah. and hitting the ground and clinking down. But this year, yeah, I think people maybe have caught on that. You know, you'll a get kicked out, b get no refund, and yeah. c look stupid. Yeah, yeah, the <laughs> so, refund thing, especially. You're like, yeah. you've already dropped whatever it costs. <laughs> like, you don't want to lose that. And just go, like, go to Quinn's before the movie or something. I you know? always say that. Go to Quinn's or Targ. Before and or after the movie and enjoy mm. a tasty beverage. Oh, yeah. Go to Targ and then go to Quinn's after maybe. Like, yeah. You gotta do, you, do both. Do you really need it that much? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah. Like, I've never really understood it because it's like, 
it's kind of a like you know we get it it's some shows someone probably sneaks in something or other yeah. you know like it's it's kind of an honor system in some way you know i mean when we have security it's a different thing but like you you hear a can open here and there on like a cinema or something like that it's like just be reasonable don't be a monster don't get caught don't and be especially rocky horror you're dancing and throwing things yeah. and there's half naked people all over the place you really need a beer can in your hand? Like, yeah. that just seems like another distraction you don't need. Yeah, and security is always moving around. Too. Oh, yeah. So it's like... You're going to get caught. Yeah, like, that's the thing I don't get. It's just, you're, you're... It's such a risk, and then you're just... You know, maybe you don't get tossed, but you should probably get tossed. Yeah. <laughs> like, and this year, my one story that I loved is... And I doubt these fine people will be listening, so... <laughs> we had five people come... And I'll just tell this story as a warning story to anybody. But, like, we had five people who had pre-bought their tickets and showed up at, I think, pushing 9.40 p.m. for a 9.30 show of Rocky Horror on whatever it was, Friday or Saturday night. Yeah. And they were very angry that they couldn't get seats together. And we said to them, well, even if you're not familiar with our cinema, Mm -hmm. you're at Rocky Horror in the Halloween season on a Friday or Saturday night. And you're here 10 minutes after showtime, and you're surprised there's not five seats yeah. waiting for you? At an event that you had to pre-buy tickets for. Yeah. So clearly there's a demand. And they knew. They weren't even confused that it was, you know, reserved seating or something. They knew. So they all got in a huff and left. And my favorite part of the story is our lovely security people went around and asked our lovely patrons to kind of shuffle around a bit. And they found them two and three seats together. Yeah. So if they had just been nice and waited for a couple more minutes... It's one of those things where, again, you you tell the story of the jerks because everybody else is just like, oh, everyone's nice. That's not good storytelling. Yeah, yeah, that's not funny. (laughs) But I'm always just blown away by that mindset of, I got here 10 minutes late and you don't have five seats for me? And it's like you couldn't, one of those five people couldn't get in line a half hour before the movie. And it's like, sure, that sucks, but like... It would be like if you were going to a general admission rock and roll concert (laughs) and got there 10 minutes after the show started and were surprised you couldn't be front row center yeah it's like no you're those people got here really early it's bad and i mean it's it's that's one of the few things that i do like about having a reserved seating at places because you're like okay at least you know in those scenarios it's something you don't have to think about but every other place it's just a fact of life and that's for me like when i come to stuff like cartoons or whatever like i i come when i come and i know i'll sit wherever like i don't i'm not coming (laughs) in here like uh i work here i demand (laughs) that couch you know you should totally do that don't you know who i am well there was that one time that i came in early and you were like you can get a couch and then i helped and then i went and there were no couches because there was people like friends of the mayfair and stuff who are and it was fine because i'm like it was just me and i'm not gonna be like i deserve a full couch i don't care if there's a family all for me yeah well i was like that was the closest i ever came i, I mean i got a good seat but i was like what there happened? was once it wasn't for cartoons and we don't do it often but it's always like you know a mom and a dad or a vip customer or somebody mm-hmm. And I think this happens in any business. If you own a restaurant or whatever, you know, you're, you're going to save seats for your friends. Yeah. You know, I don't think anyone's too upset about that. And so we had reserved the love seat for a couple of our super VIP patrons. And they had to come back out and sheepishly tell me that someone took their seats. <laughs> and then I had to go back in and kind of sigh and go, so you see the VIP thing that's on the chair there it's like we thought that meant us yeah <laughs> and they were like oh and they were playing dumb i think they were just hoping not to get caught and i'm like yeah we saved this seat and they're like oh we didn't realize that's what it meant and i'm like okay well i'm sorry but there's plenty of other seats would yeah. you mind please moving because we had these reserved it's like well we're sitting here though you're like, yeah right. and it just becomes this thing of like 
you don't want to be the grown up and you don't want to get in an argument. You don't want to be like, ugh. And you're just like, just don't. There's this thing, so, you know. And you're the best person though for that. Like if someone has to go up yeah. and like, you, you're the, <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah, you're the no BS one. Where you're just like, this is happening. <laughs> but most people are so Canadian. Like I would never. Like if I see like a velvet rope or like a yeah. sign, I would never. Yeah. I would never I'm not cross to that. Touch no, that. I would never. That's like, that's a rule. Yeah. I'm not Even gonna... here, like where I'm like I work here, I'm still like I should. This probably they know what they're doing. I, I won't adjust anything. So ten years ago, when this place was just opening up, I remember talking to Lee, and it seemed it seems like fifty years ago, and going, so. uh is it okay if I just, like, take popcorn? <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, because I was so Canadian. I was like, do I have to, like, make a note or, yeah. like, pay cost for it? But, uh, you know, it's just, no, your moms and dads, wives, yeah. husbands, they just, you know, you just get in. And, and even still, like, my friends are always, like, really cool about it. Like, even oh, yeah. I'm, I'm like, do you, I'm usually like, do you want me to get you in or do you want to pay? Which seems like a dumb question, but it's really not. Because, like, most of them are like, no, I want to support the theater. And like that, that's, or in the few that do go in, they always buy popcorn and drinks and stuff. And I'm like, I could get you the, the one or the other, like, or nothing. And like, and it's a good feeling, you know, because you're just like, wow, my friends love this place as much as I do. That's totally the difference between a real friend and somebody trying to ride your coattails and get a free movie. Yeah. Is because, yeah, exact same thing. My friend John, years ago when Christy was a full-time manager here, would come in and Christy recognized him and would go, okay, go on in. And he would try to give her money and she would refuse it. And so then he would walk by and the door would be open at the box office and he would go, Christy. And she'd go, what? And he'd throw money at her and then kind of comically run away. <laughs> oh, man. And I'd let in friends free every once in a while as well. But it's, yeah, it's when somebody who you're kind of acquaintances with <laughs> and is kind of like hinting about it too hard and you're just yeah. like, no, you're like, you don't get in. Yeah, I've had those before where someone's like, oh, are you going to go see Blank? And I was like, oh, I hadn't planned to. And they're like, oh, yeah. Oh, it'd be cool if you did. And I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, I get I mean, I wasn't going to, though. And they're like, oh. I'm like, I think it's only happened one time. But I was like, man, you really wanted to get that free movie. And, of course, the cardinal rule is don't date somebody at the Mayfair. Yeah. And then not date somebody at the Mayfair. No, you can only date people who work here if you're going to get married to them. I think that's yeah. how it works. You have to know. That's why Gwen married me. Mm. It's the only, yeah. And it's it's almost paid off, you know? <laughs> I think Emily doesn't take advantage of it enough. I don't see her here enough. No, it's true. Like, it's it's hard. And that actually ties into the one time, well, not, you know, I think I've reserved a couch, say, three times in yeah. three years that I've been here. And the most recent time, which was like six months ago, I did that because Emily and I were coming to see, it was uh, Midsummer. Okay, and yeah. Then, uh, and cinema was right after. And, it, and you were here because like yes, I ended yes. up doing cinema that night. And so I was like, I want to get that couch I like because I'm going to be here for like four hours or whatever. And then we were on our way. We were like five minutes away. And I texted I, probably you or Andrew. And I was just like, can you just like, you know, we're, we're almost here. But like, can you save that couch? I really don't want to sit in chairs for four hours. And then and so they did. I went in and like it was all good. And we put our stuff down. And then this young woman comes up to me and it was like, um, can I ask you a question? And I was like, oh, sure. And she was like, how did you get that reserved uh, couch? And I was like, oh, I work here. Yeah. And I thought that would be the end of it. And she just looked at me like I kicked her dog. And I was like, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I don't really do this, but like I'm bringing my wife and, you know, we, she yeah. doesn't really ever go to the movie. And I just wanted to have the, you know, the seat that we like. And she still was just sort of frozen there. And I was like, I was like, I, you know, I'm really sorry. Like, it's not something we do too often. And she was sort of like, okay. And like, walked around. And I was like, wow. That's I, not that shocking. I, it's like, I didn't think it was that big a deal. Like what, what did it was, but it was such an odd thing. She was so crushed. Weird. By that. 
And she had an okay seat, I thought. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, but that was just... No, like, I'm sure, like, <laughs> I know people who work in restaurants, and I have gotten some free food out of that deal. Yeah. You know, that's how it works. Like, I bet you if I knew the guy who... Gwen and I went last year into that cool biplane that flies over the city. Oh, nice. And I bet you if we knew that guy, we could get a free ride. Well, pro- or at least a longer ride. Yeah, I don't know. but we don't, so we paid. That's how the world works, you know? <laughs> we don't know the biplane guy. What, yeah. what are we going to do? I'm going to spend endless hours just trying to bump into just, him, become yeah. acquaintances. Just befriend people like based on things like that. You're like, yeah. okay, wh- where do I want to go for free a lot? <laughs> Is there an airplane bar where I can hang out yeah. and get free Oh man! Oh, that'd be cool. There has to be probably out by the airport. I don't know, but you know, we'll we'll look into that. <laughs> if anybody's listening, who can get us free biplane rides, well, helicopter too would be cool. Oh yeah, I mean, if we can get one of those, like especially those smaller copters, like the bat copter. I want to can... go in the bat copter. The <laughs> bat copter's out there. I've heard that you can like pay to be in it or like to be flown around or whatever. Yeah, I'm sure it costs a fortune, but yeah, but it's the real bat copter that was in the show. I want to go in the back copter. That's, there's like weird. air shows here. It must come here. I th- I think it's been close. Like I think it was at like Niagara Falls. It isn't that close, but yeah. I mean close to Canada. <laughs> I sat in Kit from Knight Rider. Oh, and you tried to drive it, but you're like, oh no, wait, it's not hooked up. Unconfirmed reports of it. If it was actually Kit from Knight Rider. Mm, so a Kit. When I was like five, I was like, this is Kit from Knight Rider. And as a grown up, I look back and be like. That might have not been the real kid, yeah, you know? Like when like, you met Santa Claus all those times? Yeah. <laughs> like, wait a minute. He looked different all the time. Yeah, yeah, he's constantly different. So, of course, we're horribly off topic. Oh. Let us chat about the movies, because we've got a lot of cool stuff this week. So many. One I'm particularly excited about. So we have, for a third week, if you haven't seen this movie, come see this movie. The Peanut Butter Falcon. Rave reviews. Mm-hmm. Won a bunch of awards at smaller film festivals and will be up for oscars i would yeah think. i think it might be that little kind of independent sleeper film that mm-hmm. gets like best screenplay or maybe gets like a best picture nomination if they do the full 10 yeah, kind yeah. of thing it's really great it's just like a weird kind of fable adventure movie with poor shia labeouf yeah yeah i thought this would turn him around and then i read that even in this movie he was a part of a bar fight or something oh well that's not shia good. poor shia and it wasn't even part of the movie so like, no he's so talented but he's trouble yeah if jake the snake can't talk him out of it then yeah maybe he's lost then we have the ottawa premiere of dolomite is my name oh boy which is another of this fascinating turn of events of we're like mayfair the home of your ottawa premiere of netflix films yeah we thought we hated netflix but actually we love them now apparently. <laughs> and, and now we can talk about tv in that sense in that sense and so that's right now as soon as this podcast finishes, I'm going to go watch The King, mm. which we've screened three times so far and had decent numbers for those three screenings. Because nice. of Battinson. Because of Battinson, Bat- yeah. Battinson, yeah, that's it. Some woman came with her daughter, some nice mom who's trying to bring her daughter for movie night, and I'm assuming the daughter was either a fan of Chalamet and or Battinson. Could be both. The mom maybe didn't realize that it was an R-rated, full-blown war picture slash nudity probably probably so halfway through during a battle scene she left and she didn't ask for a refund she didn't seem upset but i'm sure there was probably some decapitations or stabbings and was like oh my kid's too young for this like they both left they were yeah it's like you're gonna have to wait out in the lobby sweetie but uh, i'm gonna this is good i want to watch the rest of this is a real good movie so dolomite is i wouldn't say the comeback for eddie murphy but he seems to be kind of he took a little bit of a hiatus. Yeah, I think so. And now he's doing Dolomite. He's talked about coming back to do some stand-up. He's hosting the Christmas episode of Saturday Night Live. And they're supposedly still doing Beverly Hills Cop 
four. Oh yeah. Supposedly that's actually happening. And they just wrapped on coming to America two of all oh, things. Yeah. He that, was on Colbert and talking about it that yeah, they're done. Like I, I it's shot. Even another another sequel to something like that. Like like I can't because it was just one of those things where I was like, okay. I think it's almost akin to kind of the Harrison Ford thing of. You want to distance yourself, take a break for a bit, do some mm-hmm. different things, be with your family, and then you hit a point at a certain age where you're like, give them what they want, yeah. you know? And I think this Dolomite movie, I haven't seen it yet, but might have the long shot of being an Oscar-type film as well. Yeah. Especially that it's a slight more dramatic role. It's from the writers of People vs. Larry Flint and Ed Wood, so yeah. very akin to that genre of the weirdo hero yeah. kind of thing. And I think they were nominated for at least one of those, weren't they? They won the Golden Globe for Ed Wood for screenplay, and okay. I think were nominated for Oscar. Yeah. And then it won for Best Supporting Actor. Yeah, yeah, Martin Lando. So this looks really good, and it's something Eddie Murphy's really passionate about. Like, you mm. could tell on Colbert that this is a movie he really wanted to make for a long time. And we were kind of talking off mic. I was talking with Andrew, who's stuck in the box office right now selling Rocky Horror <laughs> selling tickets. Selling the last two tickets for yeah. seven and nine. <laughs> that people keep on besmirching Netflix of like, oh, they don't care about cinema. And I'm like... Well, I don't know. They keep I, on producing little independent films yeah. and giving money to Scorsese and the Coen brothers. And then they literally bought a cinema as yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I think this is a good home for cinema. And, you know, me as a cinema owner is saying this. I think it's good to, we'll show this for a week or two. Yeah. And then it'll go away. And instead of going to a video store, it'll go to Netflix. Yeah. So there you go. It's fine. It's Everything's a fine. It's match. Like, yeah. honestly, because it's weird now. I almost feel bad on behalf of creators when your thing gets seemingly dumped on VOD or whatever. And there's yeah. just no, like, what is theatrical anymore? Like, what? It's just the landscape is so changed. But it's not it's not a bad thing because you're still getting a wider audience. But at the same time, it's like there's some prestige to having your movie play in a theater. And, and it's and this stuff is worth it like you know Irishman like you oh, know yeah. all this stuff is like it deserves to be seen here and we've learned from Mandy that it was hard to deal with VOD to convince them to let us put it on a big screen yeah because they were like no no this is our plan we're gonna make money put it on VOD whereas Netflix they really care like yeah they got us posters really fast they're offering us new things they paid attention to the numbers and mm. we're like you guys did well so Aww. on that side of the things Netflix does care yeah about movie theaters and, so and us especially and us that's yeah. nice netflix knows us <laughs> i'm just mad that we didn't have this relationship about two weeks earlier because we could have had el camino on the big screen that that's a real lost oh, opportunity i think that would have been like, cool but what you but doing? there'll be more i think there's essentially seemingly a big movie once every week or two on netflix now so yeah but it just means that yeah and stuff that has come in the past like people had asked us about that uh, the coen brothers movie that we missed mm-hmm. out on we're going to get all that stuff now. And even yeah. maybe weirder stuff, I'm thinking, like, some animation stuff they have. So, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's an interesting time. Oh, man. And they, there is, they might be getting that He-Man uh, live-action movie oh as well. Oh, my God. We can get He-Man. That, I mean, <laughs> because that was the discussion now. Is like, they might buy at least, you know, half or all of it, whatever, because uh, Warner Brothers or Universal, whoever is making it, just, yeah. just doesn't really want to take the risk. And I'm just like, oh, man, we're the He-Man We'll take the theater. risk. I'll show He-Man. Yeah, oh, we, man. Need, we need this. So then we have... Lucy in the Sky, which mm. is starring Oscar winner Natalie Portman. And it's kind of, I don't know how closely based on, but inspired by, we all might remember that crazy NASA story of a woman who drove cross country. Oh. And oh. it was like a love triangle or oh, something like geez. that. Jeez, I thought it was going to be an uplifting thing. No, and no, no. It was like the awful one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a story <laughs> okay. about, it's sad, the real life story of, of kind of, 
it was some kind of romantic thing yeah. and some kind of stalking thing. And yeah, and she, it was a the she drove somewhere and uh, tried. And to... it was the first time NASA really had like a weird tabloid thing going on because yeah. they're all heroes and everything like that. But so this is Natalie Portman and John Hamm, and the director is the showrunner of the Fargo TV series. Oh, Noah Hawley, which is one of my favorite shows in yeah. the past. I don't know, ten years or so. Like I, mm-hmm. I really like that show. So, so good. So that's an interesting get for us. Then we have the Ottawa premiere of Freaks. Not the classic Freaks. <laughs> Every single time. Every I'm time. Like, oh. But it's a new sci-fi film, and it's with Bruce Dern. Oh, nice. He won an award at one of the independent fests for it. And it just looks like a, I mean, on the sliding scale of budgets, I think it's kind of a low-budget, kind of parallel universe, weird sci-fi movie kind of mm. thing. But with Bruce Dern. But with Bruce Dern. <laughs> yes. Then we have, we have a, an interesting one-two punch of the Ottawa premiere of a documentary called Cleaning Up the Town, Remembering Ghostbusters, which is just it's... this, it's two hours long. I think it's, it's a Ghostbusters oh, wow. nerd doc. So they talk to everybody and it's behind the scenes footage that was never seen before. And, and there was like, and it was kind of iffy, like it looked like it was going to get canceled, but it didn't get canceled. And I was like, I was, I was sad for you uh, in advance yeah. that you might not get to see it. But. That's why we have it for Halloween month bonus month is because we couldn't get it before Halloween because I think I think it's that hot off the presses. Yeah. So, and then on Sunday afternoon we're going to screen Ghostbusters right behind it. Mm. So you can come and buy a ticket for cleaning up the town, buy a ticket for Ghostbusters, watch them back to back. Oh man! And it's the 35th anniversary of Ghostbusters. Damn. Are you going to watch it? Oh yeah, <laughs> I told Anya specifically. So I'm going to be. It's going to be a beautiful day. I'm going yeah. to go for brunch at Targ. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come watch the documentary, come watch Ghostbusters, and then work. So it's going to be... Oh, my God. That's a long <laughs> day. It's going to be too. a long day. Yeah, because like movies alone, that's almost four hours. Yeah. That'll be my nerd day of wow. Ghostbusters marathon. Yeah. So but... you have like a full shift of fun and then yeah. a full shift of work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. I always laugh when I think that Ghostbusters is 35 years old because I do the math and I realize how young I was when my mom brought me to see Ghostbusters in the theater. Man. And I would just listen to a podcast where they were talking about how PG was a different thing in the 80s. And I'm like, yeah, like Ghostbusters has guys smoking, full-blown swearing, all kinds of lewd jokes. Yeah. Pretty scary ghosts. And it was PG. Nowadays, that would not be, it would be 14A. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I saw that when I was a kid. Yeah, it's weird. A lot of those 80s movies where you're like, geez, I never even noticed these lines when I was a oh, kid. Yeah. And you're like, this is bad news. You're watching like Revenge of the Nerds and you're like, oh, ooh, I'm offended from everything yeah, in this. Yeah. It's, uh, it's not great. And then the last thing to announce, another cool Halloween month bonus month offering is the 1932 film Vampire. Oh, yeah. Which, I forgot to look this up. It's been advertised as a silent film. Right. It might not be a silent film. Hmm. Somebody told me it wasn't a silent film. So it might be that Uh-oh. they just have the audio track playing and then them playing the music around that. Ooh, interesting. I don't know. We'll find I, out. I hadn't even thought about that. Because like, I had assumed a silent film because that's the easiest thing to do music with. It's what we do. Yeah. Kind of. So if it's not a silent film, please don't be angry about the false advertising. It'll be equally as cool. Yeah. Or is, is the dialogue going to be like as loud? You're going to have to level out the band. <laughs> like, like... Or maybe because it's in German, they'll just turn oh. it down and just let us read the subtitles and Wait we'll pretend it's a silent film. Yeah. If it's in German, do we need... I mean, no offense to Germans out there, but I'm like, do we need to hear the German being spoken that would be my recommendation just turn it down be like hey everybody this is a german film there's yeah. subtitles on the screen there you go do you, do you guys <laughs> want to hear the german boo boo, boo. or do you want to hear the band <laughs> yeah. yeah so uh we'll, we'll see what we get nobody wants to be german no no nobody's like, german could be there'll be a lovely man. german family in the audience no we want to hear our german yeah, heritage we were promised the original film 
But Vampire is cool because the Mayfair is from 1932. I like that. So we have unconfirmed reports of whether or not this is an Ottawa premiere because it's so hard to find information from back then. Wow. But theoretically, this movie played here in 1932 or 1933 when this place first opened. Which is so cool to think about. Yeah. But I don't know what distribution was like back then. Like, we might have just been playing kind of Hollywood stuff, you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know how easy it was to get a film print over from Germany back then. Yeah, I wonder if we can find, like, a Usher boy who's still alive. You would think, uh, you know, I'm sure you could find this information, but it would be like going to the National Archives. Yeah. Finding a newspaper from 1932. But then I don't know what date it would have been, you know, finding a yeah. lot of newspapers, going through and looking through like movie a listings. Microfiche, like yeah. in a movie, like those old time films. And you're like, Is oh, that wow. been digitized yet? Can you type in know. Mayfair Theater and find hotspots? Like, man, somewhere probably, but in the library, I, I don't know. It's so hard. Like, type in Mayfair Theater to Google, and the pictures that are on there are in our slideshow. Yeah. It's like three pictures. And some of them are like not super high at res, you know? So yeah, like, we're I would doing our kill best. for a picture inside of the corner store that is now our candy bar yeah. i would kill for that picture a photograph of can, what that looks like it's impossible to you can you can sort of picture you know the area but it's so yeah. weird and especially with like our secret hidden uh, basement you yeah know, like what would that have been like oh i want to know what snacks did they <laughs> have snacks? that's the other thing we want to know well that's where like i have a the best thing ever about me working here and owning this place is i have a vintage comic book spinner rack in my living room mm. that was just left over here in the basement year one day one whatever yeah. he was like do you want this and i was like holy god i want yeah. this like, <laughs> like what from what era would that be like, i not, don't think not it's 30s, super so. old yeah but i think it might be late 60s early 70s yeah that yeah seems about right and i'm sure i could kind of cross reference it and it's not even in condition but it's it works yeah and it looks so cool it looks so cool you have it full of comics i hope yeah i got comics that i haven't read yet in it oh nice so it's, it's kind of like it's like my it's like taunting me like you're yeah. too busy you should be reading me <laughs> yeah well now you got your digital comics too it's just too oh, much it's the worst too oh, much content too much content i give i would say like everyone just stop making things like give me a decade off yeah i so, want to catch up yeah yeah especially netflix but you know that's... which is like like we have this reputation of a grindhouse cinema yeah and people all the time are like oh that's the cinema that plays all the old stuff this week is dolomite ottawa premiere freaks ottawa premiere clean up the town ottawa premiere and then Lucy in the Sky and Peanut Butter Falcon, which are new films, 2019 films. Yeah. So this week we're playing Ghostbusters and Vampire, but that's, you know, two I mean, out of seven. And those are premieres, maybe? And then, like, Vampire is essentially a premiere. I've yeah, never yeah. seen it. You that, know? Clearly Ghostbusters isn't, but the Vampire, no. you know, yeah. or Vampire. We, don't, we really don't know. Yeah, there's so many movies. And then there's movies we don't get because we just don't have room. Yeah. Or movies that I'll miss because we only play it for a couple days and I'll just miss it. Oh, yeah. So yeah, it's... or the window is just too tight. Yeah, like we've, there's some where it's like, yeah, we get it, and there's like one day we can play yep. it. And then that's it's what happened just with online. scary stories. I was so upset. I worked both nights. We had scary stories. <sighs> I might have tried to watch it after hours, but it got locked out before okay. I would <laughs> watch it. I was like, oh, I was so sad. I watched it the other day. How dare you? Yeah, it, I, it was a lot better than I expected. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. It's it's set in 1969. I didn't know it was a period piece. I didn't know that either. Yeah, man. So we, 
Maybe it'll come back. Maybe next Halloween we could get it back. Yeah, it's uh, pretty good. They watched uh, Night of the Living Dead in the movie, and I was like, oh, I gotta love public domain movies. Yeah, that's a movie, <laughs> that's a movie everybody watches in their movies was, because they don't have to pay anybody. It's so good. I watched two movies back to back, and in both they watched Night of the Living Dead. Yep. I, I was like, this is kind of hilarious. And I actually thought it was a long night. I was like, was this the same movie? Like, That's why it's always, if you need a cartoon, you get those old Fleischer Superman oh, yeah. cartoons or Popeye cartoons because they're just like, they're public domain. And they're awesome. Okay, let's wrap this up because I just looked at the clock and it's 10 after 6 oh and God. I want to watch The King in 20 minutes. I still have to steal popcorn from Matt, so that'll be my task. Thanks for listening, everybody. Do go visit our friends at House of Targa across the street. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook and MayfairTheater.ca and stay tuned for more awesome movies playing soon at the Mayfair. Bye. Bye-bye. I like that vampires play on October 33rd. It's like it's still it's Halloween. I think it's a real thing. I'm trying to start it. You got to bring Emily home some gross candy. I'm going to. She loves gross. Close your eyes and eat this. Don't look at what color it is. Hello, Ghostbusters. Ghosts. They're real. You do? They're mean. You have? They're here. Someone's got to stop them. It's a job for the Ghostbusters. The best, the only. We came, we saw, we kicked it. Ghostbusters, rated PG. Coming soon to a theater near you.